Welcome to Go Yard with Mama Mac, helping you to hit a home run in life when you feel like striking out. Hey there, everybody. It is time for Go Yard, and we are live as usual in the studio in Clearwater, Florida. And we are so glad to be on the air again tonight. And tonight is a very special night, and we're going to tell you all about that in a minute. I am Mama Mac. Let me introduce my co-host, always right there beside me to my right, Dr. Angel Falzoni. Some of you can see us on the webcam. Hi there. And uh, some of you that will listen on StarcomRadioNetwork.com this weekend will not be able to see us, but at least you can hear. And which is a really great thing. We've been a year and a half almost now with StarcomRadioNetwork.com, four words. StarComRadioNetwork.com, 10 a.m. Eastern on Saturday and Sunday. Noon. I'm sorry. This show is noon. It's my (laughs) other show, my Sunday show that is 10 a.m. Eastern. Okay, it is noon. Thank you, Dr. Angel, for the correction. Noon Eastern on StarComRadioNetwork.com every Saturday and Sunday. And, of course, live right here in the station, Engineer Pete, I'm going to ask you a question if you can uh, put your uh, headphones on. Sure. Because this is a big day for us here at W10. Yes, it is. Big day. Because we're on 106.1 now, FM. Clear as a bell. Clear as a bell. We have some... uh, Absolutely, yeah. Ring ring the the bell. bell. Yeah, go ahead. Ring (laughs) the bell. And we are still on 1340 AM. Yes, we are. But this is the first show for Go Yard. Today is the first day. Is this correct? Yes, it is. 106.1, the first day for you guys and first day for everybody on this radio station. 106.1 FM. So our signal is stronger. Absolutely. And we're going to have pick up bigger audience, and we're excited about that. Excited about the future. We are very excited about the future. Thank you, Pete, and you're a great engineer. Thank you. Dr. Angel, that was a surprise walking in here tonight, wasn't it? It And hearing that. Great surprise, and I'm really excited. Yes, I am too. I've been doing radio here at W10 for 10 years with our Sunday show, Living the Good Life in its 10th year. And which is amazing. And to this is a big accomplishment because we've had some of our listeners in different parts of the Bay Area go, the signal goes in and out and that kind of thing, which is typical AM. But with FM, it's, it's ringing loud and clear in here in the studio. It's beautiful. All right. Great. Thank you to whoever has made that happen, especially the owners of the station. Thanks to Lola and thanks to uh, Big Ed. Absolutely. Both of those people were uh, part of this and behind this, and uh, they got it done. And uh, congratulations to both of those people because I work for them, and they're good bosses. They certainly are. (laughs) They're great bosses. Amen. And, and, you know, because I do engineering on Sunday's show, I work for them, too. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) And I can tell you that I'm very happy to be a part of the station. So this is exciting, very exciting news. And anytime that we can get the word out more and more to listeners, tell friends, family, we need to have a question and answer show soon again, Dr. Angel, because we do those every few months. And and the questions come in, don't they, from our listeners? Oh, and they do come in. And I love that our listeners not only are so engaging and sending in great questions, but they send in such a great, diverse 
type of questions and they're real. They are. Some are so challenging when I look at it. And I love that. And that's awesome. I love getting in. And all kinds of questions. I yeah. mean, every show we try to do like nine or ten. Maybe we'll have one of those real soon here. Because nine or ten questions of the many that come in. And we get a lot of comments, so it's really it's we good. We do, and it really lets us know and helps us gauge where our listeners are every right. day. Right, exactly. So if you want to send in a question before we do this Q&A show soon, do that by sending an email, because most of your questions are much longer than a text. Our email address is goyard2014 at gmail.com. Let me repeat that. Goyard2014. 2014 because that's the year we started this show two years ago goyard2014 at gmail.com our website while we're doing all that is goyard2014.org o-r-g facebook is 1340 isn't it it's facebook goyard1340 yes it is and come like us on facebook yes please do and our um our Email, not, oh, not our email, I'll get them all right now here. <laughs> our text number, I'll get it here. If you want to text directly to my phone, you can do it during this show or anytime, 24-7-365. And that is 727-888-4171. It's our Google text number, 727-888-4171. I think I got all the housekeeping done. I think you did. What are we talking about tonight, Dr. Angel? You know, we are talking about what motivates us. Mm, that's Ooh, interesting, isn't, isn't it? Yeah. Because, you know, a lot of people aren't very motivated, it seems to me. Sometimes we're not so <laughs> motivated. Or sometimes we're just not motivated to do the things we need to do. Sometimes we're really motivated, but not always for the things that ah. help us move forward. So we can be positively motivated for good things. Yeah, constructive so things. Sometimes we don't have our motivation in, in the direction we needed to go. And we're getting frustrated because we're feeling like we're hitting walls. Mm -hmm. And so tonight's show, we're going to talk, we'll look at motivation for what it is. We're going to take, take it apart and identify different types of motivation mm -hmm. and maybe help find some of those things that you might be experiencing, feeling like you're hitting that brick wall and identify some of that part of motivation that might be contributing to that. And aren't there a lot of people that are motivated negatively? Oh, sure. I mean, uh, most of this show is going to be about positive motivation, mm -hmm. but we need to acknowledge there is negative motivation, right? Oh, absolutely. There's negative motivation. How would you even define that? <laughs> well, there's motivation to do things that could be self-destructive no, or could go. be harmful. Um, Drug you know. abuse is one of those um, problems that has a negative motivation. Absolutely. So really what motivation just means, it's the reason one has for acting or behaving in a particular way. So it uh -huh. could be a positive You've got way. your phone in front of you I and you did. just pulled up the I definition. Did. All right, let's read it again. The reason a person has for acting or behaving in a particular way. And the that's reason. the motivation. Okay. So it's the reason behind behavior. And a good way to, to think about this is when you watch Law and & Order and all those crime shows invariably they ask and they say okay what was the guy's motive right or what was the lady's motive for killing for the crime for whatever the crime, that is whatever yes. it is right the motive and the motive is motivation what made them do it and that's what we're looking at and don't don't they usually need a motive for a crime they usually yes that's part of the court hearing that they have to prove what was behind that behavior Okay, so this is a very important show, actually. It is really important. Probably more so than I realized until right this moment. Because really, everything has a motivation in everything. life. Everything. 
the lack of doing something or doing something. So let me ask you a question. Why? What motivates you to do this show? Because you've been doing it almost two years. Why? Because I love it. (laughs) I am energized by it. it. I am energized by it. You're energized by it. It's wonderful. It's an opportunity to get out there and invest in other people's lives and do something that can change someone's direction or day or bring positive energy. That's interesting. To invest in other people's lives and bring about change. Yes. So that is a big part of your motivation for doing this show. Purpose and passion. Purpose and passion. And it is exactly mine also. We don't do this to make money or anything like that. We pay to do this. (laughs) But you know what? It's a joy to be able to be on the air and share what we have, what we have learned through the years. And especially you with your degrees, Ph.D. and licensed mental health counselor. And yes, I mention that every week because... I want people to realize we're not just sitting here shooting in the air. You know, this is, you know, this comes from years of study and your experience practicing and especially in all the work you've done through the years in these areas of behavioral, behavioral medicine. I don't know what you call it. Behavioral health, yeah. Behavioral health. And you know what? One of the big things that we're looking for in any behavioral health, anytime someone walks across my desk or on my office. They walk on your desk? Well, they don't walk (laughs) on my desk. But they come to my office. Okay. You're getting silly tonight. I know. know. Um, That's what I'm looking for under night. What is motivating this person? Okay. What's driving this person for this behavior, this behavior, this lack of behavior? Because if we can get under and discover some of that, we can tweak it a little bit or change it or redirect it exactly get a better understanding of what's really going on under the scenes so would you say that most behavior is has some type of a motivation behind it absolutely and every behavior positive or negative with that motivation also has some type of payoff aha the payoff that's which contributes a very important word here i think in this topic contributes to the motive Payoff contributes to the motive. You know, got to write that down. I deal with children a lot, especially in my on my practice. Okay, and I'll have a parent come in and they are just totally overwhelmed with a child's behaviors. You know, they're throwing tantrums or destructive. What's going on? And what I find out, the payoff for this child is usually they're getting attention, negative attention, maybe getting yelled at or this, but that's attention. Right. And so we talk about well, this is the payoff. They want your attention. Okay. And so this child's receiving your attention when he or she is doing this. So we need to change. Right. The, we need to take that motive for their attention and help change behavior using that. And so there's always a payoff to a motive. Okay. Every behavior has some kind of payoff, positive and negative. It's giving us something in some way. Okay. So drug addiction? Absolutely. It can be, well, maybe the feeling of euphoria is the payoff that you don't have to deal with the here and the now. Right. Okay. The person who sits around in depression and uh, feels really, really sorry for themselves and makes sure all the relatives know how life is so miserable for them. What's and the, the payoff? payoff may be the attention that mm-hmm. they're getting or the lack right. of taking responsibility. I mean, there's always some payoff to everything. Okay. The person who is lax on their job that gives them a paycheck. Is there a motivation for something like that? Oh, yeah. The payoff is I'm still getting paid, and I don't have to do the work at the same performance level other people are. You know, we, I'm getting by we, with it. We call a minimalist. 
they don't usually succeed or stay long, but that can definitely be a payoff to that mm -hmm. behavior. And on the same turn, we can take positive behaviors and the payoff can be, you know, success or financial payoff or, you know, feeling that contentment of your relationships or at life. And those right. are positive payoffs. Right. So there can be positive and there can be negative payoffs to our motivations. Mm -hmm. So our motivations, how do we develop those, doctor? You know, it's funny because motivation is kind of, we learn a lot of it. It's kind of from watching people in our lives. Okay. A lot of it we'll learn from the primary people who took care of us. Okay. Now, we may learn how, what motivated them and learn to follow that. Or some people go the absolute opposite and use the opposite as a motivator. How many times have you seen that in your practice? Because I certainly have through the years counseling people that so many times it's an act of rebellion when I, I think, I'm just throwing this out and you can give your comments and you're going to say it can be. And uh, <laughs> we work together way too we, long. We, we have already. Uh, but when, when a child is rebellious and, and let's say has two professional parents and has grown up in a certain lifestyle, but ends up just the opposite mm -hmm. of all of that even though they're smart bright has had every opportunity given to them education wise and everything what's the payoff there oh the payoff could be the attention they're getting maybe that form of independence that they're trying to seek out to separate themselves from their primary caregivers um, but it doesn't mean it's negative just because it's the opposite okay it can be positive or negative. I've seen it the other way. I've seen parents who might have been strung out on drugs or not That's available right. to their children, yes. and their children learn the motivation to be present and to be available and to succeed with adversity. And because they didn't see it modeled. Because they didn't get it modeled. So As following can be positive or negative, or going the opposite could be positive or negative. Right. So... Ugh. And what makes people make the which choice? I mean, that's, I suppose, well, the, the $64,000 question. You know, right? if you could figure that out, right. well, you might put me out of business. Right. We um, don't want to do that. Well, there's two types of motivation. Okay. Let's kind of break this up a little clinical here, but bear with me just for Let's a second. Let's be clinical. There's something called intrinsic motivation. That's just that internal motivation. That's that little voice inside of you that when you make a decision, it's something inside of you that's driving you, that's motivating you to do that. If it's success or if it's, you know, going for a job or whatever it is you're doing. Right. Okay. If we decide to do it for ourselves, for our own reason, maybe to live healthy or to think we're finding contentment, that's the internal. Okay. And that's the inner voice. Then some people are motivated by external motivation. Okay. Which is just outside of you. It could be an, a relationship, another person, um, all kinds of forces. A, a, you might want a certain job because you're looking for esteem from your friends. Well, that'd be an external motivating. Okay. The most powerful is internal. That makes sense. Yeah. Because external can change. Back to drug addiction. We did that whole series in the month of April, and people check it out on our website, goyard2014.org. We've got all four sessions of that called All About Addiction. And one of the things we talked about was that inner motivator for addiction and that payoff and all of that and, and, and the good, the bad things that result. But their inner motivation to change is a lot of times not there, is it? 
True, and that's very, really true. So It can be, right? We'll see, especially with addiction or any kind of really self-destructive behavior. Right. Sometimes people will get together and do an intervention. Right. And they'll, they'll lay out yeah, like how this behavior exactly. is affecting me and how this hurts me and how I feel. And, and they'll hear it from the people they love and value. And that may motivate them. To but try that's external. Seek, that's external. Right. Which may motivate them to seek change. But a lot of times it doesn't keep them seeking that change. Okay. Because it's somebody else's problem. Want, right. And so that payoff, they're not, it's not strong enough to keep that motivated because addiction is very challenging to beat and takes a lot of effort and energy and being purposeful and changing a lot in our lives. It's very challenging. Right. And so when it comes from outside, that motivating, we're less likely to continue going in that direction. Exactly. When it comes from inside, that's that internal voice. So we're hearing it. Our brain is t telling us. We're feeling it. It's something that gives us more energy to put right. into where we're trying to go. And I would and I would propose here a lot of that is spiritual also. There can definitely be spiritual components. To yeah, that. on the internal part of it. Sure. You know that driving force that's helping you, God. Sure. You know, make those decisions, those internal things. Absolutely. Um, so if a person is listening right now, doctor, and they say, I don't think I have an internal motivation. I, I think I'm only motivated by what my mom thinks of me or what, you know, my employer thinks or whatever. Can they develop it? Absolutely, we can develop it. And that's what we want to train our children to do. You know, when they're little, we start with external motivators. You know, if you have this good behavior, oh, here's your cookie for going to the grocery store well. Or Those are external motivators that they want. And as kids grow, we're trying to turn that into, I want to make the right choices because it feels good. It makes me feel like I'm accomplishing something. I'm feeling success. And so as parents, that's kind of one of our jobs is to teach motivation with external and then teach them to start internalizing it and we do that by pulling back some of those external rewards and then expressing well how does this feel and you're you know the success and, okay and have helping them recognize that doesn't it feel good when you're happy and you're a good little when girl you made a good you know <laughs> you made a choice and look look at the payoff here you're going to get this extra you know to say up later because and you that's external were responsible. reward but sometimes it's just choices and okay. natural consequences that can be and those just life we're all motivated by that kind of that life. If we don't pay our rent, we get evicted. Exactly. So we're motivated to pay our rent because we want a house to live in. Right. Most of the time. Most of the time. Okay. So that's so if we don't have that, if someone never taught us to go for internal, which happens all the time, I deal with people all the time that they haven't learned that. We can start learning that. Why haven't they learned that? Maybe they just weren't taught. They weren't parented in that way. Um, sometimes it's just as something we get missing. Okay. can happen for a variety of reasons. How young should a child be when a parent began, begins to begin that molding process of trying to change that into an internal focus? School age. By the time School they're about age. first grade, we should start working on helping them see internal. Not saying we're, we pull all externals, but we're going to start switching it between that internal and helping them recognize that to external. So it so starts becoming intermittent with external um, rewards, rewards, punishments. And yes. Okay, so give me an example of something that you would say to a school age child. You work with children all the time. Oh my goodness, they work. So, example for I'm what? I'm putting you on the. No, I love it. I, I love it. Go ahead. Just, just what is an example of something that instead of giving them an external reason to behave and not scream and yell or not cause a scene in the restaurant, how do you turn that into an internal? Well, we talk about how does that feel? 
and how ah, did they enjoy okay. that? And we're trying to help them to recognize that this choice, which we want, instead of giving them the cookie for succeeding through the restaurant, we're going to help them recognize this feels good. To be a good girl. To make the <laughs> yeah, choice, this make positive right. choice. And so, right. and helping them start recognizing that feeling comes with this choice. And so then it becomes, I want that feeling, which is the internal okay. motivation. Okay. And so if we miss that in our childhood, we have to kind of go back and fill in our gaps, but we have to start looking at what feelings are we looking for? And when do I get ah, those positive feelings. feelings? This is a big key word right here. So what choices am I making that are giving me those feelings that I really want to have? Okay. Those positive feelings. Okay. And kind of mo using that to recognize some internal motivation. Um, making small little goals for yourself. Those are internal things that you might, you want to do. Goals that you want to do, not that your spouse thinks you want to do, not goals that s somebody else says you should do. Something you want to do. If it's, I want to lose five pounds, that's an internal idea. And we can start internalizing that motivation to lose that five pounds. Exactly. So it's starting small. Okay. So making very small goals for yourself um, and looking at where you're getting those positive feelings of success of contentment right because those are the feelings we're looking for and in internal motivation this is fascinating and <laughs> i did not even invite our audience to call in which we can do in the second half of the show because i forgot to do that because we were so busy talking about our fm experience now but anyway if you would like to get involved with this discussion and if you have a question for dr angel you may call in to our number 727 four one three thousand if you are listening now live if you're listening starcom radio network the way you would contact us is our google text number 727-888-4171-247-365 those texts come to my phone and i will get them to dr angel and she will respond to you so uh, one more time live right now in the next 30 minutes, 727-441-3000. Call in, Pete will answer the phone, and patch you through. If you are listening later on on our website or on StarcomRadioNetwork.com, just text us, 727-888-4171. Don't go anywhere. we got a whole lot more to talk about on motivation. Prompt professional service is what you will receive when you allow Marsha McAllister of Charles Rittenberg Realty to help find that perfect home or list your home for sale. With over 23 years of experience in the Tampa Bay area, you will enjoy a smooth transaction from start to finish. Call Marsha today at 727-417-0707. Now is a great time to buy or sell a home. Call Marsha McAllister at 727-417-0707. This is Megan, an independent ambassador for Plexus, the pink drink. There is finally a healthy solution to help you lose weight. It's a most natural product that will burn fat, not muscle. People around the country are experiencing amazing results, and you can too. Check out my Independent Ambassador website for my contact info, testimonials, and product information at mkramer, K-R-A-M-E-R, dot myplexus, P-L-E-X-U-S, products, dot com. 
Don't turn it off now. You need this stuff. Tampa Bay's Tan Talk Radio Network. song open your eyes and see that life is beautiful and i like that man in the mirror too that's great pete all right uh, and there's just so much going on here on the show tonight we want you to be involved if you want to be and that is call in if you are listening live 727-441-3000 with your questions or your comments and you can text also 727-888 four one seven one and pete will tell us if anybody calls in we actually have uh another host of another show on this uh network here called the tan talk radio network don reese from hollywood connections she wants to say hello to goyard so All awesome. right. hey don how Hi, are you ladies i'm fabulous but i'm listening to your show i just uh, had cameron decker you know the cream belay show i had him perform at the national pageant here and Thank you, Resort. He was awesome. Uh, but what I heard on your show, driving and dropping everybody off now and just getting home, you were talking about kindness. Well, I just wanted to add this, and I want to challenge everybody. Tomorrow is my birthday, and I have come up with this act of kindness for my daughter-in-law. And I tell everybody, just don't put something on my Facebook or let us know at the station what you did. Uh, do something on July 8th, or if it's your birthday, do something where I, I just gave a veteran $5, and it just made his day. And tomorrow I'm putting the purse together with some goodies for a homeless lady that, you know, I, I've seen a couple of them around, and I want to do something special. Or, you know, if there's a, a lady that is next to our boat down in Clearwater, I'm giving her a bouquet of flowers tomorrow. She's 89. She has nobody around. And that's, to me, that's my birthday. That's I cool. Tell, isn't that awesome? And that just makes you feel so good to see someone smile. And I just wanted to take a second and call in and just um, relay that to your listeners if they can do that as well. And let us know what you've done on July 8th for your act of kindness. That's I oh, I love it. <laughs> so what motivates you, Dawn, to want to do some act of kindness? We're talking about motivation tonight. What, what motivates I, this? I hear that. You know what? It's being thankful for what you've got. Oh, amen. Oh, I love that. Yeah. What you've got. And when God, you give him all the glory and honor and watch things happen. And I am so blessed to have a producer like you have, Peter. Yes. He's amazing. He is good. Amazing soul, sweetheart. And, uh, you know, and my husband, we're just going to be married. But the motivation comes from God. It's, it's getting up and saying, this is my dream and giving that to him before I do anything. And that's when I see doors open. And people don't realize they can do it by themselves. And they're, they want to know, why did that person get this? Or why did, why did she get any more blessed than I am? Because God is number one. Amen. And don't put him first. You're in trouble. Amen, Dawn. Yep. Well, I just want to give my little word, and, and I challenge you too as well. If you want to do the act of kindness, let us know on Tan Talk. And cool. let us know from Peter what you do tomorrow. That sounds great, Sounds Dawn. great. Thanks Thank you for so calling much in. for sharing. Awesome. And we definitely you, agree with you. Yes. You know, that's cool to hear somebody else say that, that their motivation is from God, you know, because that's definitely mine. And Absolutely. It is yes. yours also, I know. And, you know, just, just because that's why we do the Sunday show, Pete, you know, and every Sunday, two hours, every week for nine and a half years, that's what the motivation has been got, getting that, 
getting those scriptural principles out there. And that's awesome. It, it, it's what it's about, you know? So thank you for patching Dawn through. That Absolutely, was yeah. That was really good. More calls to come. There awesome. you go. So guys, we're talking about what motivates you. If you want to call in and tell us about it, 727-441-3000 live right now. Not just 1340 AM, but now 106.1 FM. M. And this is our first FM show for Go Yard, and we're excited about that. We are. Dr. Angel Falzoni right here in the station with me, PhD, licensed mental health counselor. Okay, we're talking about internal frame of reference, really. Yes, internal motivation. Internal in that motivation. frame of reference that comes yes. And you're right, spirituality is a huge part of what it can is. our internalizing motive. It can be our morals, our values, right. positive feelings. It could, you know, those are the things that are internal, internally motivating us. Exactly. And, and those what we want to capture. And, you know, for those out there who say, well, I don't want to talk about God. This is, we don't talk much about God on this show. This is not a show about that. This is a life coaching show. But for those that are spiritual. That's huge. It's huge. And for me, I'll just speak for me, but I know you also. When we have that that presence in our lives it does change the way we behave to others and how we handle life and how motivates our our behavior it does absolutely absolutely so um some other things that can cause motivation and the one that comes to mind is bad things that have happened to us oh that's a big one that's you know, a big one I, I, a while back long time ago probably 25 years ago there was a book that was entitled i don't even know who wrote it when bad things happen to good people oh wow there, there was Sounds like a good yes book. this was a spiritual book many many years ago and i don't remember who wrote it i remember that it was pretty good but wh- whoever that was but doesn't that happen don't bad things happen to good people bad things happen to good people bad and things bad happen things. to bad people and <laughs> that's it, right it just, it's how it rolls and sometimes that you write it kind of it stops us in our tracks when right. those things happen um right and it can definitely change our motivation to a lot of things uh, it can change some of our outlook and what we're expecting at, from ourselves or other people um for both positive and negative i've seen um bad things motivate people in all kinds of different directions uh the one that's the most difficult is the kind of one that stops them and their yes. personal growing yes. track. and they kind of get stuck in that moment i was it's kind of funny you brought that up because i was just talking to a patient today who had experienced a sexual trauma when she was a teenager mm-hmm. and now she's in her early 50s and she's still stuck in that trauma right from her early teen years and you know it's been like almost 40 years and i'm like this one event has ruled 40 years of your life this wasn't you know an hour event of your life or whatever the time frame was i wasn't sure but it impacted every part of her life exactly her selecting negative um husbands in her life that ended up you know hurting her further and you know just kind of those self-defeating choices and so we talked about that and we processed how that one moment totally changed the course of her life right and then we talked about how there are other people that have that moment and we we kind of learn to process that and deal with it and move forward doesn't mean it erases it doesn't mean the pain is gone it doesn't mean it didn't happen it just means the scar healed 
Right. And we can always look and see that, you know, when you get a scar on you, you have that little white line, you know, and you can always see it and you'll remember what happened. Right. But the pain isn't as strong. Exactly. And what happens is when some people leave that like a bleeding wound, so they're just always peeling a scab and never letting it to scar and heal over. And don't you think, doctor, and I agree with everything you just said, that some people use it as an excuse for a lack of motivation Absolutely. in their lives or for accomplishing things that they no, I Probably can't do this should. because yes. this happened, or this happened I, I shouldn't me. have these things because this right. happened. And they're constantly, we call it self-defeating behavior. Self-defeating, shooting yourself in the foot is Absolutely what, I call, is what, what is. I call it. You know, when you're just sabotaging your own future because you're stuck. Absolutely. And you know what? We don't have to stay stuck. Right. We can get help. We can heal. Right. We can't go on a time machine and make it never have happened. I so wish I could do that. There's so many people I'd love to have done that for. But we right. can move forward. And we can still have and get everywhere we're trying to get in our life. So I hear you saying, correct me if I'm wrong, a painful situation like that mm -hmm. or some other example can motivate us positively or negatively. Oh, absolutely. And here's the thing. There's no rhyme or reason. Okay. Just like we talked about motivation, there's not a formula of how people develop, you know, internal versus external or where their motivations are lying. Every person is unique in their experience. Okay. However, in saying that, we can go all kinds of different directions with anything we experience and we can decide to make us bitter. Right. And kind of hold us back. Right. Or we can decide it can make, it can help be the springboard to make us better. Absolutely. Absolutely. Bitter or better. I love that. And I've used that for years in counseling and preaching. And I, I think that that's really very right on because so many people do get stuck in the painful moment and bitterness ensues and then resentment and then and they're stuck. They're stuck. It's like and before they know it, they wake up and, you know, their their life has passed by and they've spent the bitter portion of their life stuck in that. Right in that pain and they they don't have to stay stuck right. in that pain there is help there is healing there is a way to go forward absolutely so pain can be a, a positive motivator to have a different life than mom did or dad mm -hmm. did or whatever or it can be something that holds us back you know it's true and i talk and a lot in counseling and when i'm working with um patients one of the big things we talk about is pain can bring change pain brings change it does a lot of times we aren't motivated to change until we start experiencing some pain in our life um because we don't like that feeling it's right. not positive so like our choices can bring us pain like if we're not paying our rent and we get evicted that's kind of painful to not have a yeah, place to live and that be is. very humbling right um so pain can definitely be that motivator for change right what happens is we can use the pain to bring us the change we need to go right or some people get stuck and are a little fearful of what change can look like so they just stay stuck in the pain right and i've known a lot of people that use it as an excuse for bad behavior that True. and that's really what we're talking about it, it's become a, an excuse the, the, motivator. Uh, the motivator for bad behavior absolutely and the reason i had this you know I'm a, and i can't tell you how many times i've had somebody sit in front of me and you know the reason i've learned to steal my dad was you know was a thief and you know that's just in my blood and that's who i'm gonna be no exactly. you don't have to yeah you don't have to. exactly no we don't have to conform to the expectations of everybody around us honestly we can have a better life than what a lot of people may think we can just well, that's right we are in the driver's seat of our life that's right exactly and we need to be in the driver's seat of our life so if you have somebody else driving your life you need to switch seats with them first of all well that goes back 
to that whole thing of control where yes. so often we allow people to control we did a show two weeks ago or last week i think it was last week stop stop living according to the opinions of others remember yes it I was do. Last week. And, and we do get kind of stuck in that frame of mind right. and that is a motivating factor those are those external motivations other people's uh, opinions what they're thinking of us if they're giving us praise and accolades or if they're giving us you know negative feedback and that those are external motivations and right. those can be very dangerous because right. our outside world is always changing right and i don't care what you do you're always going to have negative feedback great example on the fourth of july a famous christian singer posted on facebook happy fourth of july comment section this is not the 4th of July. This is Independence Day and blah, 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 blah. And like a thousand word diatribe of how offended they were by this person saying happy 4th of July. Seriously. So serious. And oh I'm my so, goodness. I'm so tired of all that. <laughs> you know what I mean? That political correctness, but it, made, it makes me realize, and I see it, that it doesn't matter what you do. There's always going to have, somebody's going to have something to say. That's exactly They're right. They're going to have something positive. They're going to have something negative. Right. So the thing is, we have to depower that. And that's part of our motivation. I Haters going to hate? For me. Haters going to hate. We've done that many times. <laughs> We've done that song many times. So what, mo you know, what motivates me? What motivates me is some of my personal goals. You know, I've mapped out a great place. I, w I had an education goal of I wanted my doctorate degree. And I worked through the mud and crawled through the mud you know metaphorically speaking to get there yes and it was very challenging and we're very proud of you but that was and i took a picture of that and stuck it on my refrigerator and that was my motivation right. i'd walk by my refrigerator and i'd see that doctoral hood and i'm like that's where i want to be exactly and you know some things that motivate me right it's that and that feeling i get a positive reward when i'm investing in someone's life and i see a change and i see them aha are growing right or healing and that's so motivating. Isn't it important to have a visual? Because yes. many years ago when I started real estate in 1991, uh, the person sitting beside the desk beside me in Century 21 in Tampa uh, was what they called a centurion agent, which, which meant they did like $5 million worth of business, not income, but business, you mm -hmm. know, in one year. And that was a big deal in Century 21 system. And I admired this lady and, and how she did this. And so about a year and a half later, um, she got this big statue, you know, and she got this award. And, and so I asked my broker if she would come into the office and sit down with me and that we would put this statue right in front of us. It wasn't mine. It was Sandy's. And put it there. And we took had somebody take a picture. And I had that up in front of me continually and it took me a couple more years before i began to become a centurion every year but that was a huge motivator for me to see and there it generated a feeling when i looked and i saw me with that centurion statue you know what i'm saying absolutely so those are visuals so visuals. people are like well wasn't that an external motivator no why, why is it? not because the feeling is that success you're trying to achieve a visual and it did that for me of the reminder of that success yes. and when you look at that visual it initiates that feeling of that's the success i want to feel that's internal and we love visuals are so powerful to help I, us get we've there. heard people call them dream uh dream dream boards dream boards wish yeah. lists we do all kinds of things like that use it a lot in therapy because it's it is that powerful and it, it cut out pictures ignites. of something. It's kind yeah. of like that thing that ignites that internal motivation mm -hmm. for us. And yeah, we in fact, uh, we could spend weeks in therapy coming with someone to help them create their, their dream board. Their dream board. Right. Um, 
great tool. We you don't have to have a counselor to have visuals. Right. You know, I took construction paper and magazine articles and decoupaged it on it and stuck it on my refrigerator of different milestones I wanted. Another one was, I want a book published. I'm in publication right now. Right. I'm so excited. Exactly. Does that mean it, you know, when I made this board, I was still in my 20s and we know I am now in my 40s. So it didn't happen overnight. But you were a PhD by age 40. Yes, I was. (laughs) And that is a huge accomplishment but it didn't happen overnight and and every time I walk by it I still feel that that's where I want to go that's where I want to go and life kind of threw a lot of curveballs at me over the years yeah but it's kept me on that track and helped me get where I want to go so you would say to our audience you can change your inner motivation is that what I hear you saying doctor you can it does not have to be the same old same old or the same way your family did it i mean i love when i hear stories of i was the first one in our family for all these generations to go to college you know and that was me that was you absolutely that was you not me my dad was a college grad etc but still i love it when i hear people say that because that means they broke the mold absolutely you know it's a new legacy for your whole family line yes and the expectations have changed, you know, when you get those degrees, et cetera, or, or have that job where you're making six figures. And what's the show's not about money. No. It's about internal motivation and becoming all we can be. And your two words, passion and purpose and purpose. So this is a great time for you to talk about how those two words affect your inner motivation. Well, passion is what kind of ignites our motivation. When you have a passion to achieve something or do something because it's igniting those positive feelings that's a passion i have a passion for helping people i have right. a passion Me for too. watching them grow yeah. i do not have a passion to enable negative or rescue people and there's a big difference because people <laughs> there get, is a huge people difference. who do that think they have a passion to help they're not helping uh-uh. they're hurting but i do have that passion rescuing I have to is hold not them the accountable answer. that's a right. passion for me right purpose is why I keep doing it. It's one of those things behind my motivation. Right. My purpose is I've been blessed. I have done the work. I have had, you know, to have the knowledge and the experiences that I've had that I can impart onto others. Right. And that the purpose is helping others live the best they could, the go yard life, which That's is right. why we're both sitting in this seat. That's why and we're my here tonight. Whole life revolves around living my life of purpose and passion. Absolutely. Whatever your passion is. And so as you fulfill that day by day in your life, in your career, and in this show, and just your family and everything, how does that make you feel? Like, amazing. oh, I'm tired. No, it's amazing. <laughs> and in fact, it's funny because, yes, I have a doctorate. I have two master's degrees. I have two bachelor's degrees. I mean, I'm very educated, and I've achieved a lot that way. I work in a community mental health agency right now. Right. I teach therapists how to be therapists. I You teach therapists how I to be therapists. I do teach therapists, and I'm behind all the scenes on 650 patients. And then I see patients. So I have a lot going on. And now I train foster parents and other therapists, and I'm... You know, it's quite amazing. However, when people look at my life on a financial success scale, totally no. don't have it. You're right. Could have made more working as a teacher in the school system. Right. And they're like, well, you're a doctor. You should you should make more. You're not successful. No, I'm successful because I wake up every day and do exactly what I'm called to do. Woo! Amen. That's Me why too. I'm It's not about the paycheck right. I'm bringing home. That's do right. I, would I like to have? Sure, everybody would. But sure. at the end of the day, I go to work because I love what I do. And when I stop right. loving it, I'm out. I right. go some. I do a different direction. Right. 
Because we should love what we do every day. We spend too much time doing it for heaven's sake. To not sake. love it. Absolutely. Right. And and I've always said this. I've told my kids, do what you love, you know. You do never work what a day you of your life. That's right. And that's the show that comes on after us. Gene, he's great about th- discussing that every single week. We love Gene. Pete, you want to comment on that? Give a promo for Gene. Yeah, actually, we got Mr. Dukes in the uh, studio tonight. Oh, he's going to be in the Mr. air chair. Dukes. So. Uh, yeah. Should be a very interesting show. Yeah, Employment Opportunity Hour coming on from 7.06 to uh, uh, at, the, at the end of the hour. So, right. yeah, definitely tune in if you want to uh, not only get a job, but get something, a career that you're going to love. That you, Absolutely. Sort of like what I do here. Uh, I love this. Uh, yeah, and I do too. And that's a good promo. And Mr. Dukes is amazing. So and, and we look it is really, to and that's that. the motivating thing. Yes. You know, I've heard people who have left prestigious law degrees and become a chef, and everyone's right. like, "Oh my goodness!" You know, that wasn't this right. wasn't their passion. Maybe they became a lawyer because their dad was a lawyer, and they right. felt they had to do that, and they really wanted to be, you know, a guitarist or you know whatever it is that their passion is. Exactly. And once they get in that passion, they don't feel fulfilled. Right. And that's motivating. It's about fulfillment. It's about mm-hmm. accomplishment. It's about putting your head on the pillow. That's what I do <laughs> almost every night. Thank you, Lord, for this day. It was successful. I may not have sold a house that day. I'm a realtor also and a pastor, but I may not have, uh, you know, made a bunch of money that day. But did I accomplish what I needed to that day? Yes. And I love that feeling of laying your head on the pillow and saying, thank you, God, for a great day. And I'm glad I'm doing exactly what I'm doing. No regrets. No, and that's exact. That's where we want our listeners to get to. Yes, you want to start working on those internal motivators. Start, you know, cultivating them. You right. know, pick one. Pick one little thing you're trying to target. Right. Put a little visual up. Get that feeling of that success with that visual, and start making that plan to get there. And you know what? Once you find a little success, it just keeps. It just expedites and grows. It does. It does. And grows. It's exponential. And it, it really is. It doesn't mean you're not. You're going to have setbacks. Yes, you will have setbacks. Sure. Absolutely. Life. life always likes to throw great setbacks. Just when you get motivated to get going, boom, something happens. But you know what? It's okay. You got to learn to kind of roll with a setback. Right. Maybe learn it takes from longer. Them. Maybe you have to tweak a few things. Right. But the end result is that we want to have that internal motivation. And I hear a lot of patients come in, uh, marriage counseling, husbands and wives. A wife or a husband, might, maybe they're smoking and they want to, the wife wants him to quit, sm- husband to quit smoking, so he's going to quit smoking. But now the problem is he really didn't want to, so now he's sneaking it. Uh-huh. And, you know, she thinks right. she's seen, you know, smelling like smoke. And now she's feeling lied to and betrayed. Right. And I have to, this wasn't his motivation, this was yours. Right. And his success isn't going to happen until it's his motivation. That's right. Right. Got another caller here. Uh, awesome. Let's do it. Cameron. Cameron. Hello, Cameron. Hello. Hey, talk to us. Congratulations, you're speaking with Donald Trump. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> what did I he say? Like, I would he... like to. He's motivated by like Donald to... Trump, I guess. Oh, you're motivated by Dr. Donald Trump? Winners aren't losers, oh, I have to say. <laughs> All right. All right. See you later. Thanks. See you. Thanks a lot, Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> well, what that, a kook. Yeah, there you go. But you know what? Whatever it is that motivates us, you're, in your case, you wanted to be educated. You wanted to have a career helping people. You know, right? I'm the example of kind of the, the, you know, the opposite of my family of origin, and I'm not trying to downplay them. They're my family, right. and I ho- highly love and respect them. However, you know, 
they, they, they didn't have the support to get behind them to even finish high school or, you know, my dad did finish high school, but, and I watched the struggle and I never wanted to, to live so in that there struggle. You go, so my motivation thing. came yes. out of, I am going all the way with this. Right. And even my baby sister, I mean, she became a product of where we were raised because it was totally okay not to go to school. It was acceptable in our house. And so that drive of straight A's for a whole high school career right. came from within inside of me for right. that to do different and to find my own success. Absolutely. So as our audience determines what motivates them, it's okay to make some changes in our lives and go for different goals and go for and see how that feels. Try it on. See how it feels. When you go shopping, I don't like to go shopping, I but if it. you do and, and you are picking out a new outfit, generally speaking, you want to try it on to make sure it looks okay or it feels okay. Right. If you don't, you get it home, you try it on, you go, oh, I hate this. Doesn't look good. <laughs> that is true. You know, but you try things on and see how it fits and then if it's comfortable or not. And with life choices, don't you think we have to try some things we on absolutely and do different do. things? And you may not really even realize what you like, what you're good at. I mean, when I started on my journey or as a teacher. Right. And so my journey has kind of changed and gone in so Mine many different too, directions. So many times. And that's fine. That's OK. That's acceptable because we, I've grown with my journey. But yeah, try it on. Get into it. You know, years ago, past generations, my grandfather worked as a foreman in a, in a wire company in Indiana, Marion, Indiana, all his life from the time he was like 20-something, you know, and retired from there. That was very acceptable and normal for mm -hmm. people to do that. Now, it's very normal for people to try a bunch of things. You have permission. Absolutely. You know, have fun with it. Have fun with it. Try things. Do different things. See what makes you tick. Absolutely. What you makes know, you feel start, good. You know, if you're having you know, trouble getting motivated, getting off the couch, you know, make one step, right? One step turns to two steps, two That's steps right. turns to three steps. So, you know, today you're, you know, may just get dressed instead of staying in your pajamas all day. That is working on changing our motivation. Sure. Absolutely. Um, we're, you know, life is a marathon. It's not a sprint. Right. And, you know, lasting change is slow change. Right. Quick change, usually we revert back to old behavior. So when you hear people, oh, I lost 30 pounds in, you know, four weeks, they're going to probably weigh 50 pounds in the next yeah, six months because usually. that's how it works. Um, and that's Slow fine. change is real change. Is, is that what you just said? I did say Can we that. quote you on that? You can quote me on that. Why? Because it's more purposeful. It is more purposeful. And you have to have a longer term motivation to have achieved the slower change. So it's not this short term goal, quick payoff. Okay, I'm done now. Override. Now I can eat whatever I want to. Yes. No, you can't because you want to maintain that now. <laughs> You're going to be in a worse position than you were before you started. And that happens started. to a lot of people. Oh, so many Not people. just with weight loss, but no. in all kinds of other areas. Absolutely. So look for your payoff. Why, are you, why do you stay on the couch all day? What, what do you get from that? Right. Or I, mean, I keep using that example. That's not the only. I mean, look at our payoffs. Look at what is kind of giving you so we can learn to change some of those negative payoffs we're getting. And change it. So what you feed grows. Exactly. What you feed grows. There we go again. You know you're going to it. What you starve dies. What you starve dies. I tell parents this in behavioral management. If you're feeding negative behavior, you're growing tantrums. Right. If you starve it and you start feeding positive, you will change that child's behavior. Exactly. Ah.
We need to talk more about parenting, probably. We really do. We yes, really do. But that was really huge. good. But That's... It's, it's true in our own lives. No matter what we do, what we're feeding is growing. So if we're feeding exactly. a negative motivation, we're growing it. Right. If we start feeding a positive one, we're going to start growing that, too. Wow. That's great. And you know what? This show is cool. I like this show. It's all about motivation and what motivates you, dear listener. And you can have those internal motivators or the external. So some final thoughts from you, Dr. Final thoughts is let's just take this one step at a time. Right. What motivates you? Where do you want to go? Put a visual board out there with something on it. Make right. one step. One step. Right. Do one thing. Yeah. Commit to one thing. We can all do one thing. Exactly. So we can do one thing, we begin, and then from there, you'll know what to do next. And you'll just keep going. There you go. Oh, boy. New lease on life. That's our theme song by the group Mercy Me, and you're going to hear it right now. And let's have a new lease on life, listeners. And don't forget to tune in next week to Go Yard. And we will be here, Dr. Angel and me, and we will be talking about things that involve your life and will better your life. Have a great week. God bless you. See you next week. Good night. Oh, Lord, have mercy on this weary soul.